Welcome to Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett. With me is... Horstickles. A.K.A. Miguel Garland. A.K.A. Horstickles. No, it's... Please! Please! <laughs> Look all, here, Timmy. It's all about the spelling, man. You need to do that. <laughs> I added an extra E. Justin... Chimichanga. Corbett. I have never once said it then. Chimichanga! <laughs> <laughs> hey, according to our people on Twitter, it's 2014. You got to be tolerant. I am tolerant. <laughs> As they're going to learn later today, we discuss some games we play. <laughs> well, yeah. how you been doing, man? Pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> we, we also have Heather in the studio. Say hi, Heather. What's happening? She's not feeling great, so she may not be as energetic this episode. Yeah, because you gave her foot disease. No. That's <laughs> no, that's not quite it. <laughs> but if you hear some coughing or whatever, just forgive her because she does not feel good. Got whatever is going around. We don't want it. <laughs> whatever. Whatever, whatever. I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> I got bronchitis. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> is that tolerant enough for you? <laughs> well, let's talk some comics. We read uh, 19 books this week and one trade paperback. Hell of a lot of books. Hell of a lot of books. None of them were in Spanish. No. Racist. <laughs> I already explained Spanish class to you. <laughs> but there were so many good books this week, honestly. Yes. Oh, and we even had one that was from the past. Yeah, we didn't we, get. We missed one from last week that we read this week as well. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. That but book was awesome. It was really hard to choose a top two this week. Yeah, it was. I kept on flip flopping. Yeah, I did too. But we had to do it because that's what the show calls for. Yeah, because you made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> so what were your top two, Miguel? Uh, number two was Deadpool versus Carnage. Number one. Awesome. Yes. Definitely awesome. awesome. I can't say nothing about it. It's in my top five for sure, but it didn't quite make it to my top two. That one's written by uh, Colin Bunn. That guy is on fire! And it's an artist who I haven't really seen much of his work before, Salva Espen. Yeah, he did a damn good job. But it, it looks amazing. And the story is really funny, really well done. But basically what happens is Carnage breaks out of prison like he's prone to do. Of course. He goes on a mass killing spree because he's a serial killer. Anything sets him off. The police can't figure out how to track him because they don't understand crazy. Luckily, <laughs> Deadpool understands crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and thinks that it's a sign from the universe that he has to track Carnage down. So off he goes, and he finds Carnage, and they have their little first brawl, which is pretty epic. <laughs> yeah, but it was crazy how Deadpool just, like, won. I mean, it was quick. Deadpool did a great job in the first round of this fight. Way better than I expected it to be. I, I kind of expected it to be leaning towards Carnage at first. Yeah, I thought so too. Love the one-liners. I mean, well, Carnage set the tone. Right at the very beginning, set the tone when he was in the, the diner, and the cop guy was talking, if I ever see that guy, I'll kick his ass. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? Smoke that skin. <laughs> and just hand through the guts, and that guy's dead. Yeah, Carnage doesn't play around. And Deadpool basically is unkillable, so he put up like a crazy fight against Carnage, and it lended itself to some really funny one-liners and just a really epic battle. I, I can't wait for the next issue to come out. Oh yeah, but see, we don't want to tell everybody, but there's a twist at the end. Oh yeah, there's a twist at the end where a character who we haven't seen in a really long time shows back up. Somebody that's from Carnage's past. I like you. I'm very anxious to see the second one. It's going to be pretty damn cool. Uh, the first one was really good. 
Yeah, I loved it, and that's why it was my number two. And you're wondering, okay, the man loved this much. Why is it number two? Because of what's number one, in my mind. Number one, another guy wearing red. Well, sometimes he wears silver or white. Uh, total badass. Magneto. Magnus. That's right. <laughs> Magneto number two. Going back to his ways of old, not giving a damn about things. But this time, he's out to save his own race. Again, well, like he always has, but a little bit different. He's not taking any prisoners. No. He's not holding anything back. And, of course, his powers are broke, so you can't really use like he used to be. Magneto's on a quest to find the people responsible for the Sentinels. Right. Uh, you remember at the end of the first issue, he fought that human-Sentinel hybrid. Yes. And in this issue, he's determined to find where that came from. Because he found out who the boy was that they turned into this hybrid and started searching for him. And really, the book feels like a detective story. Like, he's searching the streets, talking to homeless people asking them questions, trying to figure out more and more about this boy and how he was turned into the Sentinel. And it, he finds out some information, and it leads him to the next step in this quest. And He messes those people up. <laughs> <laughs> when he first encounters humans that are allied with the people making the Sentinels, he just destroys them. Oh, yes. But, you know, even though he's out there killing, it doesn't have that bad guy feel. You know, because he's not like before anybody in the way, any human in the way, was going to die. But right. here, he's like... In that camp, he took the guys, the human guys that were being abused, he took their side. So he's kind of like a... It's all a matter of perspective. Yeah, he's like, not a super, super this, villain. This is a righteous cause for him. Yeah. Which it's always been, but it's, you're seeing it through his eyes instead of through the eyes of an outsider. But you have to admit, it's a different feel. Oh, it he absolutely He doesn't care is. if he dies. Oh, he doesn't. He's completely ruthless. Uh, his powers are weakened still, but I think what's going on is he's taken the mutant growth hormone that they have in Madripoor. Venom? Not Venom. Oh. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. No, the mutant growth hormone that we've recently seen they're stealing from Dazzler. Oh, Remember? same shit Lance Armstrong took. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lance. But I think that's why Magneto is so powerful. Hmm. But he's badass, man. You can't use He's it. absolutely badass, and that's... Again, the reason that I picked Magneto as my number two. Ah, okay. Your number two. So, it was my number one, your number two. So, I'm waiting. I'm dying to hear. What was your number one? My number one was a new book called Dead Letters from oh. Boom Studios. Oh, yeah. Good pick. Oh, my God. You couldn't go wrong this week anyway, but that's a good pick. There, there were so many good ones, but I honestly thought this was the strongest book this week. Uh, it's written by Christopher Sabella and drawn by Chris Visions. Two Chris's. That's right. And it's the story of this man who wakes up in an unfamiliar hotel room wearing hospital clothes with bandages all over his arms. He has no idea who he is or how he got there. One hell of a party. The phone rings, and he answers it, and it says, you need to run now, they're about to get you. He hangs up the phone, and instinctively, he knows he needs to run, so he does what he does, and he runs out the back door, just as the people kick in his front door. And he's being chased for several panels of the issue mm -hmm. by these goons, and he has these great combat skills that he didn't know he had. Yeah, remember he said, man, this feels like I've held this before, <laughs> like I've done this. As he's moving along, he's discovering more things about who he was and his memories, like unlocking certain specific abilities or certain specific bits of information, but he still doesn't have the whole picture. And he runs and he fights and he does everything he can to get away from these guys, but eventually he gets overwhelmed and gets captured and taken before the leaders of the gang. And basically there's two gang leaders and they're forcing him to choose sides because they know who he is. And they both want him to be on their team. Yeah. So he makes a choice based on which one he assumes is weaker because he thinks he can take him out. Mm -hmm. So the other gang leader leaves. And she was a woman. And she was a woman. He does what he does. Takes out everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty intense. And as he's fleeing, he meets this woman who tells him a bunch of things about who he is and where he is. And it's all just really well done, really fascinating. Uh, the twist at the end is very unexpected because you really had no idea that's where they were or what was going on. Yeah, she tells him all that stuff, but she does it in a pissy way. 
in a roundabout way. He's like, well, tell me, tell me, tell me. She's like telling him all this other stuff, like, tell me. And finally she tells him, and that's like, whoa. It, it's just great. It was, it was easily my favorite book of the week. You had to be there. <laughs> so that's a good pick. It's it's a hu- it's a huge recommendation for me. Uh, you need to go out and pick out this book. The, its first issue just came out. I think it's going to be really big. It has a lot of the same pieces that make a lot of other books good, all mixed together into like this one really bizarre story. Yeah, you can't really say those books because you'll kind of give it away. Yeah, I don't I don't want to tell anything because I don't want to uh, ruin. Especially if you say that one book, then you kind of give it away. I don't really want to ruin any of the story. Don't so ruin it. I'm not going to. No spoilers aside from just the basic okay. overview of the plot. All right. We're not so, spoiling anybody's happiness today. Okay. Definitely, <laughs> definitely pick up the first issue of Dead Letters. Okay. I did. <laughs> it's in my box. Good for you. All right. <laughs> well, those were our, our top two. Mm-hmm. Did you have a book that you wanted to pick as your highlight of the week? Oh, yes. Another new book. What is it with cell phones today and warning people? What is it with memory loss? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I chose The Field, number one. The Field, number one, is a story about a guy who wakes up in the middle of this field wearing nothing but his underwear. Daddy Whitey's. All he has is a cell phone. Yeah. And the cell phone gets a text message that says, you need to run now. Yes. Kind of the same plot as the other book I just described, but it's not. Yeah, because he's in a cornfield or something, too. It's a recurring thing where characters have memory loss, but every single writer that's tackling it right now has done a really good job with it. I don't feel like any of them are stealing from each other. Yeah, I think somebody needs some gunk and bologna. Wait, I don't understand. Why is underwear white? What are you, racist bastards? <laughs> no, they're tiny whiteies. <laughs> but why they gotta be white? Why can't they be black underwear? I didn't draw it! Could have been worse. Could have been butt naked. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I enjoyed that. So anyways, uh, the text message says he needs to run now, but yes. he chooses to ignore it. Mm-hmm. And this truck comes driving through the field. The guy says, hey, come on, get in. I'll, I'll help you out, buddy. You look like you need some help. So he gets in the car. What does the phone say? Don't get in the truck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he ignores it, gets in the truck. And the man who's driving the truck is this ex-Bible salesman, this chubby guy with a thick porn mustache <clears throat> named Christian. Yeah. Who beats him over the head with his pistol. Yes. And then gives him a shirt. Uh-huh. And then takes him to get pancakes. Yes. <laughs> and while in the diner... And we don't, oh, we don't want to give everything yeah, no, away, away, but they get to the diner, Christian's talking to him, he does this giant line of cocaine off the table, Yeah, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> yes. Clearly, Christian has issues. It is <laughs> chaos. It is not at all what you expect to happen. Uh, the cell phone keeps telling him, get away, stay away from this guy, yeah. but he doesn't listen. I like the other people's reaction in, in the diner. I mean, I'm not going to give it away, because that, again, that's, that's also like, what the hell? It's such a bizarre book, but it's really well done. It's a, it's a miniseries, too. It's only four issues. Oh, Damn it! <laughs> that's not necessarily a bad thing. Again, it's it's so good. It's and, that's not, and that's not the only guy that's chasing him. Yeah, that's not the only guy that's after him. There's there's a group of bikers that are after him as well. They know who he is. They're trying to find him. And now they're on Christian's trail because they found the tire tracks driving away from the field. Yeah. Who's on the cell phone? We don't know. We don't know anything yet, really. Yeah. All we know is that Christian is fucking nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> I totally loved it. That was like, oh, my gosh. This is funny. <laughs> uh, it's it's very entertaining. It's very high energy. It's bizarre beyond anything that I've read in a while. You have to read it to believe it to understand what's going on. So go out there and pick that one up right now. There's a lot of books that we'd recommend picking up this week. Oh, yeah. Actually, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is that I have decided to write reviews for all the books. I said I was going to do it last week. I didn't really get around to that because it's just been so crazy in my life. But today I did. Today I wrote a review for every single book that I read this week, and I'm going to post it on our website, comicalpodcast.com. Good job. All you have to do is go to the download page for episode 12. He tacked him up when he was in the bathroom. 
<laughs> it's maximum usage. <laughs> That's where Omar told me to go to think. <laughs> That's right. He said in the shower, not on the can. Well, you don't know what I was doing in the shower. That's nasty. Writing great reviews. Why is your right arm bigger than your left arm? I'm just asking. Hulk like. <laughs> so I joined in with you two, but I didn't write. Whoa! Reviews, <laughs> 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 dummy. Did you head out the shower? <laughs> Get yours out of the shower. I got in your shower. Okay. <laughs> the show took a turn for the worst. <laughs> so anyways. Oh my God. I think we woke her up. <laughs> I think so too. So your reviews. So yeah, I wrote reviews for everything. What rating system did you use? Well, it's really just a, a four out of five. But if we ever find an especially great book, we'll give it the full two dongs up. The full two. And if anything's really terrible, we'll give it some dongs down. You know, yeah. you, know you know how things go. No dongs. No dongs. <laughs> Zero dongs for this book. <laughs> but seriously, uh, go check out my reviews. You can see what I thought about every book that came out this week. There was a lot of them that were over 3.5 out of 5. Um, several that I recommend picking up, and I explain why. Uh, obviously, we can't talk about everything on the show because there's so many books. Yes. But there was a couple others that we wanted to touch on just briefly. Good touch or bad touch? Definitely a good touch. All right. <laughs> Show me on this comic book where you touched it. <laughs> here and here and here. That reduces the value. <laughs> I was told that it increases it. Whoa. <laughs> increases something. Anyhow. One of the other books that I wanted to highlight was another trade paperback that came out this week called Fear Agent. Uh, this is actually the second printing of the first volume that collects the first four issues of the series, written by Rick Remender and drawn by Tony Moore. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, mm-hmm. I absolutely love Rick Remender's writing. Man, love. And Tony Moore is a very talented artist as well. He did a lot of Walking Dead. He did a lot of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. He's great. The story is really funny. Uh, it's really action-packed. It's kind of like a, a space bounty hunter kind of story. Like he's an alien exterminator's actual job title. And he's an alcoholic. You kind of think he's not going to do a great job. But then once he starts doing things, he's so much better than you ever expected him to be. You forgot. He's from Texas. Plus, he's from Texas. <laughs> his, uh, last name's, Texas. his last name's Houston, actually. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard any of the hype about this series or not, but it lives up to it. i tell you what. I opened up this book like, okay, what is, it? what is this? First page. Next panel. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, this guy got eaten. I'm not giving anything away, but it's like, this is pretty damn funny. And I was hooked. And I like the story. I like the book. It's a really good book. So, yeah, it's something, yeah, definitely pick up the read. Volume 1, the second printing of it, just came out. It's only 10 bucks, so it's a really good time to pick it up. Mm -hmm. Okay, talk about the other one. (laughs) And the other book we want to talk about is something that came out last week that we did not pick up until this week. Revenge number 2. We we touched briefly on Revenge number 1 a few weeks ago. It's basically the story of this guy who's a massive celebrity, massive action star, but he's out of his prime. He's an old man now. Yes. And his uh, ex-girlfriend's daughter has slinked her way into his life and become his new girlfriend. Uh But he doesn't realize it. And she blames him for ruining their lives when she was a kid. Mm -hmm. So she's out to get revenge. Daddy issues going on. She does that by convincing him he needs to get plastic surgery to look younger. And then when he goes to get the plastic surgery, they basically imprison him in this tank. So he's permanently sedated for as long as they need him there. They cut off his face and sew it onto another guy. They cut off his fingertips and sew those onto the other guy so that they can basically steal all of his money and then kill him. Yeah, and they did the shit in Mexico. That was in the first issue, so I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving anything away that you wouldn't already know if you hadn't read the book. The second issue, however, oh. is when he wakes up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's some like you know low-level punks that are in there doing drugs and having a little party, and they accidentally 
bump into the case and wake him up. He punches through the glass, fucks up their world, kills everybody in the room. Except for the little midget guy with double horns. Except for the little midget guy who hates what's going on, too. And They go see the doctor. They go see the doctor, and he convinces the doctor to give him a new face, which is just crazy. <laughs> when you turn the face, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't want to say it because oh, I don't want to give it away. Oh, God. But it's it's spectacular. <laughs> like, this is freaking awesome. This, it's like face-off gone bad. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not one of our picks of the week from this week. It didn't even come out this week. It came out last one. But, uh... If you get a chance to pick it up, or if you want to wait until the trade comes out, it's it's if you like hyper violent stories, it is a hyper violent story. Definitely, and it's just awesome to us. Oh, and the girlfriend definitely has issues. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Hey, that's a miniseries too, isn't it? That is a miniseries. Yeah, I think it's five issues. So eventually, you'll be able to buy the trade. God, this book is gonna be crazy. I can't wait to see how this thing goes on and ends. Yeah. Good books, man. Good choices. I didn't write any reviews about that, though. There's no review about that on the page, so that's why I thought we would just mention it right now. So, we're still being sponsored by audibletrial.com slash comical. Right. All right. Yes. But we had zero listeners sign up. Come on, people. (laughs) That's two dongs down. I know. That is two dongs down. We need you guys to go out there, go to audibletrial.com slash comical, and sign up for your free 30-day trial. Get your free audio book. It doesn't matter what it is. We will come and find you. <laughs> Better do it. We're going to send Sick Heather after you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, just sign up. Get your free book. Once I'm going to come done, to your house in my shredder mask, and I'm going to mess you up. <laughs> and then you can cancel it. If, if you don't like the service, you can cancel it. But well, if you keep it. If you like the service, just keep it. It's only $15 a month after that, and you get free books every week, every month. I know we got listeners. We see the downloads. We've got quite a few listeners. We get the, we get the tweets. And, you know, like we've been saying for the past couple weeks, we do have a bonus episode. That's full of Miguel saying all kinds of stupid stuff that we're going to give to any listeners who do go out there and support us by signing up for Audible Trial, or anybody that's, that that's awesome, or anybody that contributes by going to our website and clicking on the contribute button. Yeah, so please sign up on AudibleTrial.com/comical so we can get some money in here so we start buying the stuff we need. We've already gotten the digital recorder, but we still need T-shirts. We still need a banner. Uh, Time's running out. We've only got about two months left to get everything we need before Comic Palooza. We got some great guests we're going to be able to talk to, hopefully, and you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks I'll be able to tell you a lot more about that. Yeah, we don't want to walk around Comic Palooza with no shirts and just our own logo <laughs> painted on our skins. It'd look kind of bad. It'd be kind of scary for everybody. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Maybe Actually, guests, we have maybe the guests won't see that. <laughs> we, we do have something kind of special planned for Comic Palooza as far as what we're wearing, in addition to the shirts. But, okay, uh, we're not going to spoil that just yet. Mm, man thongs. Yeah, we, we got Merman Man thongs. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. Why'd you man? give it away, man? <laughs> I, it away. I ain't wearing no thong. Guys, I'm going to see you on some oh, Merman oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You say it, Merman voice? <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up, man. Yeah. The chafing alone. <laughs> so anyways, please support us. Please go to audibletrial.com slash comical and sign up. Yes, please. Thank you very much. We appreciate your support. Thank you in advance. Now, I'm really concerned now. This next segment you have is labeled surprise. I have no freaking clue what's about to happen here. So, what the hell's going on? Well, as you know, know, Merman is the official mascot of Comical Podcast. I still don't know how that happened, but okay. He's been been in every episode. Yes, he has. Except the first one. Uh Uh-huh. You do the voice great. Thank you. But he's not here with us, and it's sad. (laughs) <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and and I want Merman to be a part of the show as much as you or me or Heather or any of our guest stars are. This okay? <laughs> so Merman's come to town, and he's our biggest supporter. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a second. What the hell? <laughs> I just handed Miguel Merman wearing a comical podcast t-shirt. That is freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's got a trident and a sword. He does have a trident and a sword. And he has a, and he has a comical podcast shirt. And he's wearing a comical podcast. That is freaking awesome. It says... The most powerful man in the universe, Chris Ryder. <laughs> I knew you were going to like that little thing at the bottom, too. I got a picture of it. I'll post it with the episode. Uh, I'll post it on Facebook and Twitter so everybody can see that he truly is the most powerful man in the universe. Hey, you took Spanish class. Read that second line. Uh, <laughs> El hombre más ponderoso del universo. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to Univision. <laughs> the hombre plus fort del universe. Whoa. That's my terrible French. I thought you just making stuff up. <laughs> it may as well have been. So, Merman, so Merman's, on the show Merman's now officially part of the show. Wow. So, whenever Merman's going to be talking, uh-huh. he's here. <laughs> I have to admit, that is pretty freaking funny. <laughs> Our shirts aren't going to be brown, are they? No. <laughs> That's pretty freaking cool. I knew you were going to like the surprise. That is awesome. <laughs> So is uh, Merman going to make it onto our uh, webpage now? I just said that. Oh, what the hell am I? <laughs> Take that off. You're too hyped up. <laughs> yeah, I'm too hyped. You need to tweet this out to, uh, to Steve. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> this is going out as soon as the episode's done. <laughs> Very nice. Merman is on the show. All right, I'm hiding little people. <laughs> this shirt itches. <laughs> Pretty cool, man. That's a nice surprise. I thought you'd like it. I thought you were going to like open the door and somebody was going to walk in or some crap. <laughs> Me too. Nothing that elaborate. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I was expecting something really dangerous or something or, or embarrassing about my part. Oh, wait. That's me next. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Miguel. It's time for Tell Me a Funny Story. Man, I tell you what, I told you earlier today, and I've been telling you for a while, my funny stories aren't super funny. They're tragic. <laughs> I mean, if it's funny, it's either some kind of shocking way it like, hurts the soul when I tell you these stories. So, I guess I'll tell you the story about the time that I decided that I was too big for my britches and was talking shit to my old man. Yesterday? Uh, no. <laughs> That's a little bit wrong. He talks shit to me on the phone. The man calls me up and says all kinds of bad stuff to me all the time. It's like, wow. I thought I was your son. <laughs> anyway, I was a young strapping man, about, eh, we'll say 14, maybe 13, in that range. I wasn't really, you know, old, old yet. And uh, I used to think I was a badass. You know, I'm Miguel freaking Garza Horstocles. <laughs> and uh, so I got angry for some reason. I told him, like, you ain't nobody. I can take you, old man. Come on, put your hands up. You know how kids are fucking around. Come on, pop. I'll kick your ass. I'll kick your ass. So I didn't know that my father purchased boxing gloves. Bastard. <laughs> so, out come these gloves. He's got these big old puffy looking gloves. I mean, they look like, oh, like, like rock'em sock'em robot type gloves. They're so <laughs> huge. So, like, okay, well, we only got two. It's all right. You can have the right one. I know you're right handed. I'll take the left one. Okay. So, uh, what, we just gonna punch? Yeah, let's see how bad you are, boy. How bad are you? Oh, I'm gonna knock you out, old man. I'm lacing this shit up, getting ready to go. So, we start. So, I'm jabbing, I'm jabbing. He's laughing. And so, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start punching him harder. Pissing me off. So I'm punching, swinging, one-handed now. And then uh, he hits me. And it should hurt. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, hell no. So I stepped on his foot, and I swung. Well, I swung low. 
I hit him in the crackers. <laughs> it went cha-ching! Cha-ching! <laughs> well, uh, the ass whooping that happened after that, it was, <laughs> I can't even tell you what happened. I just saw the left hand coming and didn't see shit after that. <laughs> I just remember my mom coming to wake me up. Hey, boy, you okay? <laughs> my mom says, your dad knocked you the fuck out. <laughs> she said that way. Yeah, so I got my ass laid out. I'm laying in the grass. Look, I didn't even know what happened. I think I took two hits. And I'm like, I don't think I ever put the gloves on him with him again. <laughs> but it still stopped me from talking shit. But, uh. Really? Yeah. That's what it takes? <laughs> no, it didn't stop me. I still okay. talk shit. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know what happened. To this day, I don't even know if he hit, I think the man hit me with his fist. I don't think he hit me with the glove. No, it's suspect. We need a we need a review on this thing, but uh, <laughs> no. According to witnesses, there was witnesses. Only him. <laughs> he hit me with the left once, and it gave me another left upper hook. uppercut. Thank you. And sure, you can. <laughs> pretty much. And no. I don't even know what happened. Lights went out, and my ass was knocked the hell out. Combo breaker. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this this shout out, this embarrassing moment goes out to my father for kicking my ass when I was thirteen. Now. If people would let the fathers do that to shit now, we probably wouldn't have all this freaking violence we've got going on. Let me get all serious on you. <laughs> That's probably true. But yeah, so that was my funny story. It may not be super funny, but my dad gets a kick out of it and he tells the story to everybody. <laughs> when we had, we lived in, uh, lived here in Houston, further down the road, closer to the job, used to have barbecues, my friends work would come over and he'd tell the story. And several of the people who came over used to say, man, your dad tells the story so much better than you. <laughs> so maybe we should have called him up and had him tell the story. What, what, what does he tell that's different? I don't know. I guess he's seen it from the perspective from the guy that's standing. I'm looking over the guy that got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> so he's Magneto and you're a goon? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about perspective. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, he pretty much beat the crap out of me. <laughs> Most fathers beat the crap out of their sons at some point. <laughs> yeah, he did with gloves, so I guess he could CPS would never get him. <laughs> so that's really the only funny story I had for you today. Uh, like I said, I think about a lot of these funny stories. You're probably right. You made this comment earlier. Maybe I should just ask my mom. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> She's got a, she told me a ton of them, so. I'm afraid to ask my mom what you'll tell me. <laughs> I mean, I have stories, but they're not funny, funny stories. I mean, just tales of me getting myself injured. <laughs> so who's next week? Next week's Heather. All right, good. Pressure's yeah. off. I have two weeks to think of something else funny again. <laughs> we also have a special guest next week. Oh, yeah. He's going to have to tell us a funny story. We'll get, we'll get to him in a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In case you listen to this, we're going to get you. <laughs> Not kind of that way. We, we don't want to scare them away. <laughs> and they think we're creeping in a <laughs> Creeper. Well, they already knew Miguel was a creeper. So. Hey. <laughs> Just because yeah, I got the dark side van on my desk. It's not news. <laughs> Merman doesn't agree with you. Well, what does Mer- what, is, what does Merman have to say about your funny story? Let me hold it off the microphone. Uh, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, not really, it was quite sad. I myself have never been knocked out. <laughs> is that right, Merman? That is. Uh, he's right. Lobo cheated. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> That's that hooking bastard. <laughs> we'll get to him much later too. <laughs> Why are you holding Merman that way? I was holding him off the microphone. <laughs> no, you were holding him kind of creeping kind of way. <laughs> you were That's like, how he asked me to hold him. Whoa, wait! Hey. <laughs> You're cuddling with him over there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever said he was a cuddlefish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Great. You just gave everybody on Twitter a lot more fireball. <laughs> Thanks, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that wraps up Tell Me a Funny Story. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Oh, thanks. <laughs> kind of. I expect better next time. Doug, Doug, what's the dong rating on that story? Half a dong. I don't know how many dongs you have when you got knocked out. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, moving on. Moving on, man. Comical Madness! Yes! Round three! Round three. Thank God. And you know, round three is going to be tough. Round three is going to be tough. We're going to piss some people off today. Quite possibly. They may turn us off. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting on them not to. Okay. You get, you ready for all that hate hate mail? Hate Facebook mail? <laughs> hate tweet mail? I don't know what you want to call it. Hate? <laughs> hate posts? Hate posts, Yeah. We some angry mob posts. <laughs> there's, there's no way to make everybody happy, so we just have to discuss this the way that uh, makes sense to us. Can we like do the easy ones first? There's easy ones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, there's one easy one. <laughs> so you want to start at the end and work your way backwards? Yes. Okay. Change it up a little bit. All right, that's fine. All right. So the first fight. Yes. Dark side versus Rocket Raccoon. Huh. that's the easy one. That is the easy one. My vote is for Dark Side. He's too strong, man. He's just too strong. Rocket may have his ability to do some things. Some people have mentioned here that Rocket can hang. Really? Really? Yeah, I just, I just the don't The whole see freaking it. Justice League barely could do it, and Rocket's going to do it alone? Rocket's a badass, but, you know. Okay, think about these badasses you're talking about. Well, Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Shazam, Flash. And it took every one of those to be Darkseid. And they didn't really beat him. They just pissed him off. And send him back home. I, Rocket is a badass, but he's not badass enough. No. He may get some shots off. I think all he's going to do is piss him off. Now, he may have new Fandangle weapons, being that he's with the Guardians. But I don't think he has anything strong enough to really hurt Darkseid. I don't think so either. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious that Darkseid wins that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocket will definitely throw everything he's got at him. You know, he could probably dodge the Omega Beam for a little while. He'll throw Groot at him too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Groot. No, no teammate help. He's by himself on this. <laughs> but I, I just don't see it. Darkseid's basically invulnerable, and, and Rocket's just, just mortal. I, mean, I understand. A mortal so, without any actual abilities, so... Darkseid? A mortal without a gun. <laughs> Darkseid. Darkseid? Darkseid? Let's say you, Merman. Darkseid. Okay. <laughs> so. Merman says it's gotta be true. Yes, of course. Next round? Ah. Uh, Next fight? Ooh. Spider-Man versus Doctor Strange. Ooh, boy. This is a tough one. Ah. Damn. I'm going to let you take this one. <laughs> well, really, the fight could go either way. Spider-Man is fast. Uh, he can easily shot some web at... <laughs> Spider-Man can shot web at uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> and, uh, you know, prevent him from saying incantations by, uh, you know, webbing his mouth shut. Okay. Uh, he could get over there and just knock him unconscious before Strange has the opportunity to do anything. At the same time, Doctor Strange may have really quick spells that he can cast at Spider-Man that suck him into another dimension or drop him out in space or summon a giant monster to eat him. Well, let me ask you this question. Is Hulk faster than Spider-Man? Yes. You said last week that Doctor Strange would drop Hulk in a hole because before he had, Hulk could even move. Because he had time to prepare. I'm pretty sure that the preparation time still comes into effect here. I'm a Spider-Man guy. I don't have no respect for Doctor Strange. <laughs> Because I'm not very familiar with Doctor. Let's go put that way. I'm not super familiar with him. I read up a lot about more about him here recently. He's kind of a badass. Yeah, 
I didn't realize Hop. He doesn't. He doesn't get the respect he deserves because a lot of people don't know about him because he's not heavily featured in a lot of popular books. Whenever there's a magic problem that nobody can deal with, they're always like their solution is always let's go get Doctor Strange and then he fixes it. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single time there's a magical issue in the Marvel Universe, Doctor Strange is the go-to. To yeah, fix even it. Deadpool was looking for Doctor Strange at one time. Exactly. So that's just the way it is. I mean, he's he's the ultimate badass in the Marvel Universe as far as magic is concerned. I think Spider-Man tries. Spider-Man may be able to come up with some way to disrupt his magical abilities, but not, not necessarily in the little amount of time he has. Doctor Strange already has protective barriers and... and you know, wards he can put up that'll keep him safe from attack and all that kind of stuff. So Doctor Doctor Strange probably already has the spells he needs to beat Spider-Man. Whereas Spider-Man has to go and manufacture something that might be able to shut down the magic. So I, I so if I'm hearing you right, you're probably agreeing with me that Doctor Strange probably is going to win that fight. I think Doctor Strange wins. I think it could go either way. It's possible that Spider-Man can win, but it's very unlikely. Or man. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange wins. Yeah. I want a Spider-Man to win. I just see how I can do it. Yeah. It all comes down to the preparation time. Cool. Now we go to the left side. <laughs> Deadpool <laughs> versus Lobo. Senior Hook. This is going to be the one that pisses people off. Yeah. And the next one's going to be the one that pisses people off. Well. Give it to me, man. Okay. On Facebook, we've had several people, probably like eight or nine people, say that Deadpool definitely wins. And on Twitter, we've had probably about the same number of people say that Lobo definitely wins. <laughs> Both characters are basically immortal. Both characters are badass fighters. Both characters are shit talkers. I mean, the battle could rage on and on and on forever, but most likely what's going to happen is the two of them are going to realize they like each other, go have a beer together. <laughs> and that's going to be it, unless Deadpool got paid to kill him or something, because he likes money fuck more, everybody more than anybody else. True. I think Deadpool has that extra gear, that extra craziness thing. Uh, he has that certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I would agree with that. I'm probably... People are going to think I'm hating on Lobo because he beat Birdman last week. You're damn right. And so I think... <laughs> damn, I can't even say it with conviction, but I do think Deadpool wins. Really? I don't know how the fuck how, but <laughs> I'm running through my head. Because I see scenarios where Fat Hook Lobo <laughs> <laughs> does some shit, but you can't keep Deadpool down. I don't know about Lobo's tenacity. I mean, what do you know about him? Is he like... You said earlier, he's just like Deadpool and just keeps coming? Pretty much. Going to kick Deadpool in the balls? Pretty much, but he may eventually just... I mean, one of the scenarios that was uh, discussed online was that Lobo would just get tired of dealing with Deadpool because he's, he feels like he's beneath him, and he might just leave. <laughs> so, out. So, Deadpool, <laughs> so Deadpool would win by default. Uh, if that, I can see that scenario actually happening, because Deadpool is considered to be the most annoying character in the Marvel Universe. What would make Lobo continue to fight to the end? If uh, Deadpool made him mad enough... But there's a difference between being mad and being annoyed. Like, if Deadpool was doing enough damage to him, Lobo might keep going after him. But if, if every time Lobo, you know, cha-ching, he's Deadpool, and Deadpool immediately regrows the spine, Lobo's probably going to be like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and you don't think Deadpool will get mad every time he cuts him or tries to kill him and he comes back? Well... Regenerates from a tear? Or one blood drop? Or what the hell was it again? That's the other thing. Lobo's body is much stronger than Deadpool's. Like, Deadpool's we- like a lot of Deadpool's weapons probably won't even be effective against Lobo. <laughs> That's the other thing. Lobo has a bike that can travel in outer space. Mm-hmm. So what's to stop him from just flying Deadpool into the sun? Oh, my gosh. Am I actually hearing this? You're actually going to go against Deadpool? I think Lobo is slightly stronger. 
And I think that uh, he does have that option to take Deadpool into space where Deadpool would be very useless. Uh, But at the same time, I kind of believe the scenario where Deadpool annoys the shit out of Lobo to the point where Lobo's like, fuck this, I'm leaving. I think Deadpool's too crazy. I think he would just go fucking ape shit. I don't think Deadpool would allow Lobo to take him into space. Yeah. He's too quick. Every time you think somebody's got the upper hand on him, he does something to get out of it. Well, that's true, too. He kicked Carnage's ass in under a minute. That's true. And we know Carnage is no wuss. He's too funny. Okay, but I, okay. Last last week I gave Lobo no problems. Lobo is a badass too, but this is tough. He's too unpredictable. I think it goes to Deadpool. I think you're right. I think Deadpool wins. I think Lobo's too fat. <laughs> For the photo you put big. out there, <laughs> Lobo needs to go back to hooking. Uh, he's got to do his concert with Kiss. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for this. <laughs> I got bronchitis. <laughs> I am gonna go with Deadpool. Merman is saying Deadpool over there as well, and Heather said Deadpool. Yeah. So it's a very close fight, I think. And I think it would be one. It could have its own little mini series. Yeah, sure. That would be pretty badass. Yeah, I'd like to see that story because, honestly, there's no way to answer this question until we see something written down. Can you imagine the writers trying to come on that? <laughs> Who's going to win? No, screw you! <laughs> so, we have now moved Deadpool on. Another fight that's going to be this tough. I honestly don't think this is as tough as everybody else seems to. Batman versus Thanos. Yeah, because you got Thanos love. We know this. It's not just that I have Thanos love. It's that Thanos is the big bad guy of the Marvel Universe. He's basically invulnerable. He's ridiculously powerful, like, on a level that most people don't realize. I know I'm just giving you shit. Batman's smart, but he's, he's, he's not capable of taking on cosmic entities. Yeah, Batman could be Darkseid. He's not going to be Thanos. No, Thanos, Thanos is, is a cosmic power. And, you know, Batman has a hard enough time dealing with somebody like Superman, who's basically just an alien who's really strong. Mm-hmm. He can do it. But it takes everything he has to beat Superman. Thanos is basically Superman times a thousand. <laughs> yeah, I, I put the equivalent of being Darkseid. I don't... Like I said, with the Justice League, it took everybody to even even mess him up. And Batman takes a beating. He is Batman. I mean, he preparing whatever he could do something. But there isn't much really to prepare when you try to take that guy on. He's too damn strong. There's not a lot of things that can stop Thanos. Like even Batman trying to contemplate taking... What, what is, how does he beat Darkseid? They have to send him home. It's about the same thing they'd have to do. That's all you can do. You don't ever beat him. So people are going to say, well, he sends Thanos home. Really? He doesn't go through a boob to, (laughs) like, Darkseid. And we've seen Thanos take on the Marvel Universe and just slap them around. (laughs) I have much love for Batman, but I'm sorry. Batman can't even... He can't hold a candle. This fight is over before it even really gets started. Yeah. Batman's smart enough. He gets in his bat plane, flies away, and he's out of there. (laughs) Thanos Thanos doesn't float around with his arms behind his back like Darkseid. He'll just run over there hit Batman with the force of a thousand suns and watch his head explode. <laughs> I say Batman moves out of the way for that, counters quick enough to do something, but dies. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think he counters. No, Thanos would let Batman strike first, just for fun. Probably. Thanos can take a punch from the Hulk, and it's nothing to him. You saw Thanos get hit by Thor, and just kind of like, they threw Thor halfway across the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, Batman, you know... Uh, Biggest fan I am, he doesn't have a chance. I'm sorry, Thanos wins this. I agree, Thanos wins. So, which makes him for some very interesting matchups next week. Oh, so we have Thanos, Deadpool, Darkseid, Doctor Strange. Those are some interesting matchups. The final <laughs> two, whoever it is, is going to be really something. 
because I really have no idea how magic works against Darkseid. I'm going to have to do a lot of research this week to figure that out. I haven't seen... Well, Shazam... Shazam doesn't really cast spells, though. No, He's just a magical really. being himself. And as far as Thanos and Deadpool, they have one common bond between them, which we're definitely going to have to talk about. Oh, yeah, now you know what that is. And that's going to be... Yeah, that's going to be... I'll honestly say, everybody who he's fought in this tournament is going to be really pissed against Deadpool <laughs> and because of the con element there. So there you have it. So, Thanos over Batman. Deadpool over Lobo. Doctor Strange over Spider-Man. And Darkseid over Rocket. There we go. So next week we'll find out who makes it to the final two. Yes, and we'll have actually a friend to help us along the way. That's right. C. Donnelly from Awesome Comics is going to be on the show next week. Yes! <laughs> He's promoting his new Kickstarter for Ellen Vital and talking about his upcoming book, Monomyth, being published by Awesome Comics. Hopefully we didn't scare him away. Oh, no, I don't think we scared him away. <laughs> Seek's a really cool guy. Uh, he's available on Twitter all the time, ex- at Exploding Bullet. Shoot him a message sometime if you want to ask him any questions. I'm sure he'd be happy to answer him. There's going to be a lot of trash talk next week, you say? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It'll, it'll be fun. It'll be a really fun episode, I think. I think so, too. I'm pretty excited about it. Maybe we can play some more games with him. <laughs> we can't play games with him, man. Come on. <laughs> he's not here to do the one game. That's true. That's true. The other game we can play with him. <laughs> so, so Miguel and I come up with games that we play with each other all the time. Don't say it like that. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds I'm not bad. talking about Naked Twister or anything. Oh, my anything God. Anything bizarre. <laughs> oh, oh, no. So this is what you do when I'm not at home. Nice. I'm never here. <laughs> I don't know who the hell he's playing with. I'm never he's here so, either. Is <laughs> your car parked outside when I pull up? No. That's some other guy. <laughs> some other guy. <laughs> That's some other guy with the same It's Merman. <laughs> Merman is visiting. Merman, don't play that good twister. But we do have some uh, strange games that we play on a regular basis. There's something seriously wrong with us. <laughs> One of them is called Slee Stack. Oh, yes. If you ever watched the old TV show Land of the Lost, greatest show ever. You know who the Slee Stacks are. Oh yes, Green Guys. This is actually a game Miguel came up with. It started one day when we were just talking about old TV shows. Yes. And uh, one of the shows we talked about was Land of the Lost, and Miguel yeah. was like, "Oh man, you remember those Slee Stacks? They were awesome." And I was like, "Wait, I think so." And Miguel was like, "Yeah, yeah, the Green Guys. They would walk around. They always made this sound." Yeah, they got. <laughs> <laughs> and it was after the damn jewels. Right. And I thought it was hilarious when he made that sound. <laughs> so then, one day I was sitting at my desk, a couple days later, and Miguel crept up behind me real quiet, walks up, starts making that sound. Hands extended. <laughs> Scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I just slee stacked you. <laughs> so I get him back all the time. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll be at the water fountain at work. I'll sneak up behind him. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps and spills water all over himself. <laughs> He's in the bathroom going to the urinal. That's horrible. <laughs> Walk in there and turn off the lights. Hey, we turn off the lights. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you see, it's not safe in there anywhere. <laughs> Constantly trying to sleep stack each other. Yeah, that it's sounds nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sleep stacking. It's a game you can play with your friends. That's right. We try to start the phenomenon. <laughs> I can't do this. I work at a private school. <laughs> no slee stacking no the kids. <laughs> no, no. Don't slee stack the children. It's actually been a while since we slee stacked each other. That sounds horrible, too. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to slee stack you today. You did not. You in did. In the bathroom. Why does everything happen in the bathroom? <laughs> 
gotten been, we've gone from the shower to the toilets to the urinal to the water fountain. I don't know where this is leading. In the break room? Oh no. <laughs> At the copy machine. That, that's one of our games. Another, oh. one, another one we came up with today on the drive home. Oh my gosh. Which, this one requires two friends driving at the same time in relatively slow-moving traffic. Yes. <laughs> and a little bit of distance between because you can't... Right, you don't, you don't want to be close to each other because you don't want to see the same cars that are around you. Exactly. And basically... What's the name of this game? Miguel started this game. Oh, come on! <laughs> Miguel started this game. Whoa! This is entirely Miguel's idea. This is entirely Miguel's idea, but I helped flesh it out because it was so fun. Basically, what happened is... Hold on, wait, 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 no, no, no. This is one thing that we're going to take half and half here. Yeah, I think you both have you to You can't just, like, put that all on me. This was your idea. You're going to really think I am. Because <laughs> I just thought, you know what? I wonder if you, you know, I wonder how good your judging skills are. So we're driving We're driving home, and Miguel calls me, and he's like, hey, let's, I'm bored. Let's play a game while we're driving. And I was like, that's really weird, but okay. And Miguel was like, so let's see. Next to me, there's a silver Chevy Silverado. Who's driving it? And I was like, uh, what? And he's like, who's driving it? What's their what's their race and gender? And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, black dude? Miguel's like, no, Mexican woman! Ha, ah, I gotcha! <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay. So I gave him a few more. So he gives me a few more, and I missed all of them. I missed like 14 or 15 of them. Yeah. In a row. <laughs> it really sucks. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, you give me a few. So I started reading off... The cars around me, and he started guessing. We started going back and forth, one for one, one for one, and we were tallying the results on who got it right. Yeah. And every time we one of us got it right, we would go, "You racist bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, you were leading. <laughs> I was winning. <laughs> You, sir, are racist bastards. We but just lost half our listeners. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's pretty funny. They're all gonna go. They're all gonna go home and try this shit. <laughs> but it's a it's a pretty fun, stupid game you can play with your friends, and you don't wreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just make sure you're doing it in slow traffic. You don't want to do it if it's like fast movement or something. <laughs> the funny thing is, it's when you're on the phone and you're looking at the car, so you've got to see who's driving it. So you creep up and you look to the right. And then you don't quite get a good view because the car in front of you slows down, so the car moves up. And you creep up real quick, and you look again, and the person looks at you like, what the hell are you looking at? <laughs> I'm just checking to see what you are. <laughs> don't you know you're worth points? <laughs> it's not a very easy game. No. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We just really knew it. We were, like, down the road and almost close to where we needed to be. <laughs> yeah, time flew by while you were playing this stupid game. <laughs> so there you go. Office game you can play with your friends. Sleeve stacking. And then one for the drive home. <laughs> you racist bastard. <laughs> Think Hasbro by that? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we can market it. And again, both these games invented by the both of us. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> you better be taking credit. That's pretty much all I got for today. Uh, we talked a little bit about comics. We talked a little bit about Miguel's funny story and how he got his ass whooped by his dad. <laughs> Thanks. We uh, went over the next bracket of Comical Madness, and of course, we told you some of the funny games that we like to play. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now we have an additional guest that's going to be joining us every week. And we've introduced Merman as our official mascot. That's right. Where He's actually in the studio. Wearing my shirt. 
We just want to remind everybody that you can support us Whoa. by going to audibletrial.com slash comical. Yes. And signing up for your free 30-day Audible trial. You better sign up. I will come and find you. <laughs> if you don't, we're going to stick Heather on you. And if you do, send me the receipt and we'll make sure you get the blooper episode. Yes, definitely. I want to remind everybody that we have been submitted to the Geeky Awards. Woohoo! For consideration. Damn so yes. anytime you see us post about the Geeky Awards, please favorite it, retweet it. Tell everybody about it. We're trying desperately to gain new listeners. So, And lastly, uh, we really need iTunes reviews. So yes. if you listen to the show, please go to iTunes. Please go to Stitcher. Leave us reviews. Five stars, please. <laughs> Stop, Five thumbs up. And, and post a little bit about what you like or don't like about the show. So. Yes, most definitely. Tell everybody you love Horsticles and you want to be a horse minion. That's right. <laughs> or, or don't. Just just be like a normal person. <laughs> Whoa. Let me be part of the chimichangas. <laughs> chimichangas. Chimichanga. Chimichanga. <laughs> I'm totally naming this episode You Racist Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, we appreciate you guys listening. And we'd appreciate any kind of feedback you have, so feel free to contact us. We're on Twitter at, at Comical Podcast and at Comical Podcast 2. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comical podcast. You can email us at comicalpodcast at gmail.com. You can find my blog at comicalpodcast.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. And soon Miguel will have his own. Yes, and beware. <laughs> Don't forget to read our reviews of all the books that came out this week on our website, comicalpodcast.com. <laughs> Man, we're doing a lot. And I think that's it. And we're still not getting paid. And we're still not getting any money. <laughs> <laughs> we got pissed these games there. Hasbro or Mattel. <laughs> and since we have a new guest, we'll let Merman do the honors on closing out the show. Hey, we're all laughing, Richard. <laughs>